Blaze Radio presents Hee Hee Chech. And welcome to Heat Check on this Wednesday night in the Bill Austin Radio Studio. We got a full crew. I mean, full crew tonight. Kevin, Riley, Ryan, Scott with you as always. Jake Seymour returns, and we're also joined by our, our guest picker later tonight, Tia Reed, for the entire show. How are we doing, everyone? Good. Does anybody else think Kevin ended the intro way too fast? There? I, I was going to say I, that. Does anybody else think we need a new intro? No. no, no, no. It, it goes it's hard. the OG. I, w- I, I wish like we it. still had the Send It In Jerome intro. But yeah, we will have that for basketball. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Kevin, that was good thinking. He definitely <laughs> just thought it out on the fly, which is really good. Oh, thanks, guys. Job, Kevin. No kidding. Nice job. I, I appreciate that, Jake. No Sounds like Kevin doesn't get no compliments kidding. very often. I, I really don't, Tia. I don't get a whole lot of compliments around here. I had so many Scott. Not like you me. deserve them. You ranked Notre Dame after losing to Marshall. Yeah, mute me. Mute me. Mute me. Speaking, can we talk about the rankings? Because before we got in here, Scott Scott <laughs> criticized me for ranking Tennessee number one, and I don't know why that is a bad thing to do. Look, uh, look at their resume. They have the most ranked wins, and they have the best win in the country. Why are they not number one? Some, I mean, someone tell me who you guys logic. all all didn't it's, rank it's them number one. Logic. No, there's a logic. Simply put, and this is about to be the this is about to be the worst analysis you'll ever hear on Heat Check. The dogs are just better. Like that's all I got for you. I just think George is really really good, and I would assume that Kevin and Kevin, and to a lesser extent Scott, who's been flip flopping between ones for the last month, almost ranked Ohio State as well. Correct, that's and to the to to Scott's credit, Ohio State does have. A very good resume. They are beating the crap out of teams, but they haven't played anybody. And Georgia, they're number one for me because they have the second best win in the rankings right now, that being Oregon at nine. But they beat the living heck out of Oregon. It's 49 to three, right? Bo Nix looked like a child out there, and yeah, it's Bo Nix, but ever since that game, Bo Nix has been like Heisman contender level numbers. So, and well, that I don't discount that point because I ranked Georgia number two, but Tennessee's got a better resume in your mind. And that was, I, I mean, these are week seven rankings, not week one rankings. I think part of it is you rank the whole season, but at the same time, part of it is you rank what we have seen most recently. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm open to listening to that point. That's a fair point. But I think we should get... Now we have some outside opinions. We have Jake Seymour and Tia Reed. Who, who are your guys' number one teams? Jake, we'll start with you. Uh, my number one team is, is still Georgia. I mean, you got to knock the guy off if, if you want to get the throne. I think Tennessee had a quick uh, rise up, number three uh, in the country this week. So I'm excited to see what they do. I think the SEC may have a chance to get three teams in the college football playoffs. Yes, Jake a, Seymour. I don't know if you listen regularly, but I love that. They got a chance for four if you look at Ole Miss. There. So I got Tia. Tia. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Georgia. I, I mean, Tennessee's good, obviously. <laughs> Tennessee's obviously good. They beat Bama, but I, I don't know that if you put Tennessee and Georgia in a matchup, I don't know that Tennessee's beating Georgia. Well, we'll find out in two weeks, I guess. That's, before yeah. we exit off the polls, maybe we'll continue on. I want to make a question, and more so a, a, an attempt at a reenactment of the, uh, or not a reenactment, a refurbishing of the heat check constitution. I believe now thoroughly, whenever we discuss teams, we should use the ranking that we rank them in the heat check poll and not the AP poll. So Tennessee is number two in the country. In this show, so I don't, I, I don't know. I don't condone that. That's, that's just real, why. Real why? Quick, 
Yeah, Scott, why? Go first. Ohio State is beating the living. No, 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 no. But teams. but that's what you think. What you but think. what Heatcheck thinks is their number two. So what Ryan is <laughs> saying when we like when we preview three. games instead of saying they're three, they're three. We're gonna say oh Tennessee's number two, which I still Damn. disagree because. Dang it. So here's by once we get more listens than like pardon my take does, and then people listen to us, <laughs> then we'll use that. But there's people are still using other media outlets for their rankings and. Then they come to us because they're related to us, and they think we're funny. It is a better use true. of rankings than the coaches' poll is, but that's all I have for polls. Real quick, by the way, in case you're wondering, or in case you don't follow us on Twitter, which, by the way, you should go do that right now, at heatcheck underscore show. Good plug. Uh, we have Georgia at one. Three of us, myself, Riley, and Ryan, voted Georgia as number no. one. No, Scott. Excuse me, Scott. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah get it right. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just so used to you just o- overvaluing or undervaluing teams. Um <laughs> Scott has slammed his headset okay, down. Okay, just keep reading it. For Tennessee at two. Riley gave him the vote. Riley, I apologize for giving you the wrong vote. I sincerely apologize. That's yeah, on me. Okay. Okay. That's on me. Ohio State at three. Michigan four. Bama five. So our playoff, if we were to make the playoff, our playoff is Georgia versus Michigan is one semifinal. Again. Tennessee, Ohio State is the other. Georgia, Michigan again ends the same way it did last year. I think it's even worse than last year. Mm, I think this Michigan team is better than last year's Michigan team. I also think this Georgia team is better than last year's Georgia team. Exactly. But, but see, the awesome thing about that is that both of those groups of four teams, the, the top two pairs and the bottom two pairs, are going to play each other. So we'll, we'll, it'll have it all sorted out. Also, I saw on Twitter today, this was actually hilarious, as our segue into previewing Syracuse and Clemson, which apparently we're going to do. Uh, <laughs> someone put on Twitter, they said, think about this. ACC, North Carolina, one loss champion. They're in. Clemson, one loss in the ACC championship. They're in. Syracuse, their one loss is to Clemson. They're in. The ACC is just as close to a three-team playoff. <laughs> Obviously, I say that as a joke because they don't have the strength of schedule the SEC will have, but I thought that was really funny. Cav, do you have any more points on the uh, heat check poll? Um, other other notes that are kind of important, um, not really. I, mean, I, I have one. I mean, we didn't have 25. We yeah. didn't have a 25. That's I the wanna, other important note, I guess. You know, so I, I put it out there. So the reason we don't have a 25, for those of you who saw that, immediately rushed to listen to Heat Check tonight. It's because, well, we had a tie for three, at three points for that 25th spot. And usually the tiebreaker is whichever team is ranked higher. And then the second tiebreaker is whichever team is ranked lower. In this case, we happen to have two teams, both ranked 23rd, Riley ranking Purdue, myself ranking Central Florida, and neither team was in the rankings anywhere else. So, you know, I asked Scott, I asked Kevin, they both split. Kevin said UCF, Scott said Purdue. So I went to Gabe Swartz, lovely, a lovely heat check alumni, and he refused to comment. So we don't have a 25, and our poll is now washed because Gabe Swartz didn't want to help. You know what I can't wait for with this poll, which Kevin said, like, the, the notes on it, and then he said nothing else, which if you read, like, the AP poll, they always have, like, these little notes on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be awesome when it's, like, 25 years down the road and some freshmen are doing heat check for the first time because it's still going on, obviously. We'll pass it on to someone. And, uh, Somehow. It's like, <laughs> it's like Western Kentucky ranked, at, ranked tw- coming in at 24, ranked for the first time ever in the heat check poll. And then it's, like, <laughs> Vanderbilt. Ranked number five, their highest ranking since 2025 when Peyton Gallagher ranked them at 
it's gonna, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna Ninth be funny. Ninth year, Peyton Gallagher ranking the vo- ranking the Commodores. Yes, it's gonna be great. That quick of a turnaround for Vandy. What did you say? I said that quick of a turnaround for Vandy. Good point. Yes, they'll they'll Clark Lee's chugging them along. You never know. Okay, I mean, let's talk actual basketball. Well, football. Yes, I agree. Let's talk basketball. We're talking football. We're talking football. Oh, I talk basketball. We're so talking much. basketball in four weeks now. I think it's three. Hallelujah. Two, actually. Oh. oh. Two and a half. Whenever half November weeks. 7th is. November 7th is opening night. So Slap the floor. There we go. And we'll have a preview pod, so even less. I mean, we <laughs> hopefully it won't be three that, and a half hours long. No, that one will be like an hour and a half. we got to go through every conference. Oh. We'll, we'll discuss logistics. Every conference? conference? We'll discuss logistics. It took us an hour and a half. And keep your eyes peeled. Corporate Scotty Bracketology will be returning. Dang it. That's big. That's big. Sound the victory bells, everyone. All right, let's talk football as much as I'd love to talk basketball. All right, um, let's talk, actually, we'll start with UCLA-Oregon. Uh, two teams that are ranked in the Pac-12. That's where college game day is going, and it's a very intriguing matchup. I love game day in Eugene. I love how dark it is when it starts. It's, it's oh, so God. Cute. It's I can awesome. relate with those people. They start <laughs> at the same time I do. Yeah, awesome. yeah. I, mean, I agree, it is awesome. I... I, I I hesitate here because this is our only top ten matchup. I think it's the OAP's only top ten matchup as well, right? Nine versus ten. Yep, you are correct. Oregon's at home, the higher ranked team. It's Bo Nix. It's Bo. I, I I get it, and I think I, I will get to the picks later. It's I don't trust Bo Nix. No matter if Bo if Bo Nix was putting up Heisman numbers the last five games, like he kind of has been, I, I I don't trust Bo Nix. I think UCLA, they're not that great. I don't really trust them either, but. Out of the two quarterbacks in these big games, you tend to take the best player who's going to have the most touches out of anybody on the field. DTR is the best player on both teams. He's going to have the ball in his hands for every play. And I don't know. I think I like UCLA's chances pretty well. I think Oregon might have the defenders to stop it, though. Justin Flo is pretty good at what he does. And his name's Flo. He's not, he's not injured, is he? But to my no, knowing. he's healthy. Noah Sewell? Yeah, is Noah Sewell healthy as well? I know they've both been so. banged up here and there, but... Those guys in the middle of the field for Oregon, they go sideline to sideline. I think that could play a massive role Argu- in stopping both Charbonnet yeah. and DTR. Which it's is it's arguably the best linebacker tandem in the country. They really went sideline to sideline side against Georgia, didn't they? Well, that's <laughs> you cannot compete with Lad McConkey. All right? <laughs> Bo Nix was also going sideline to sideline with that, all the interceptions he threw. He was bad in he that was, game. He was that's brutal. why I don't trust him. It's also supposed to rain, yes. I believe, which for a team like Oregon and an offensive coordinator like Kenny Dillingham, who loves to throw the football, loves to throw the football outside the boundaries, inside the boundaries, he just likes to throw the ball. And a team like UCLA, Chip Kelly loves the ground and pound. He's got a running quarterback, a great running back. That rain will play a factor, so will the crowd at Autzen. That rain will dampen a lot of the a lot of the spirits in a crowd that's that well known for being that hectic. I feel like they would embrace it though, because that's what they're known for. It's but 50 degrees and overcast is what ESPN is reporting as it right now. Sounds like Oregon weather, not UCLA weather. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't but, know how to respond to that. It sounds like Oregon weather, not UCLA weather, but uh, UCLA is built for these, I'm going to put it on the ground 50 times, and I'm going to go, and who knows, maybe it doesn't rain. Yeah, but UCLA's never played in front of fans before. you got to remember that. This That's is tricky. True. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, not not even once. They play at the Rose Bowl. They've never done it. <laughs> I got I got, I got got nothing for you on that one. I just, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with Oregon. I still haven't made that pick definitively, so mm-hmm. still stay Also, they, I can confirm they are both healthy. Let's and go. I did not know 
makes sense because the COVID year, but Justin Flo is still listed as a freshman, which should be scary for everyone. He's oh he's God. old. If and you, if him in, and Sewell's a sophomore, so by the time those gentlemen are senior and juniors, uh, I would expect them along with, uh, what's his name? Noah Sewell. No, defensive coordinator. Oh, Dan Lanning? Yes, Dan He's Lanning. He's the head coach. He's the head coach now. Yeah, well, you, sorry. He was defensive coordinator in the SGC, the only conference that matters. That's just what I was thinking. Yes, those guys will have, I'm going to say it now, that'll be like the defense we talk about. But that's years down the road. Real quick, uh, we're talking about ru- rushing here. So here's total Oregon averaging 241 yards rushing per game. UCLA running it for 211 yards per game. They've done a great job. Defensively, Travis Dye. defensively, here's where it gets interesting. Defensively, Oregon's averaging allowing 98 rushing yards per game. UCLA 99. These are two really Ooh. good rushing defenses here we're going to be seeing on Saturday afternoon. UCLA has a lot more in the bag. And I'll say this, outside of Blake Corum, Scott's guy, not Rise guy, but Scott's guy, and maybe three or four other backs in college football, Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, guys like that, I don't think Zach Charbonnet is, I don't think there's a world where Zach Charbonnet is not a top five running back in college football right now. Right? I mean, I think he's as or good arguably, as Arguably, I would say uh, Mo Ibrahim. He's in the top five. I'd, and I would take A-Chain. At a I think I'd take Charbonnet over A-Chain right Deuce now. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn is also... Deuce Vaughn is extremely underrated and continues to get underrated. That being said, I think Zach Charbonnet, just based off pure bowling ball and he's size ability alone... We'll give him this. He's a good back. Very solid back. He's better than a good back. He's a very he's solid very, back. Very, very... He's, he's the kind of guy that'll get you 24 carries and make something happen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't, I don't even know what I mean, but you know what I mean. 24 carries, 101 yards. Please elaborate on that, Riley. He's going to bust a couple. That's a, He's going he's gonna to pound it for three, four, and then boom, there's 20. That's what I think of when I think of Zach Charbonnet. Okay. Well, anyone, if, I don't know if anyone's got better analysis than that. I mean, What uniform is Oregon wearing on Saturday? They're wearing the cancer uniforms. Oh, okay. Game over, Oregon won. Automatic win for Oregon. <laughs> Those are very cool uniforms. Bad take. Why? They're Those are awesome. No, no, they're great uniforms. Uniform. Oh, you, baby. They're okay. great uniforms. Automatic win for Oregon, bad take. No. They struggle historically in uniforms like that, I feel like. I feel, you feel like they look <laughs> sick, though. Hey, look matter. good, play good. I don't know what Oregon's record is wearing certain uniforms. They wear a different one every week. They're 1-0 or 0-1 in all their uniforms. Uniform year? I mean, they wear them from year to year. Yeah, it's... Kinda. They definitely wear the pink ones year to year. I mean, they change it every year. Like, one year they're going to come out in a solid pink, and it's just going to be, like, the most electrifying thing ever. It'll be neon pink. It'll be, like, highlighter Absolutely. pink. Absolutely. Hot pink. It'll be like that thing you buy in... It'll be like that arm sleeve you buy in sixth grade. It'll just be that. <laughs> to color. play middle school basketball with nah, your... Nah, I, I, I had one. Yeah, I believe that. That, that, you that checks out. That. You definitely yeah, have, you definitely have got one it back at the Robo. SDFC. <laughs> you have had to have worn that at the SDFC at some point. No, I never brought it out here. That's you just thoroughly disappointing. Cap. All right. Look, man, Oregon, they win this game, they they could be in the playoff. As much as everyone would hate to say it. They still got to play Utah during the regular season, and then they're going to have That to game's play. in Austin, though. What I'm saying, those games help them, though, because... I know, but they win, still got to win that, and then they're going to have to see USC in the Pac-12 championship. They're going to have they, the best they, loss they, in the country. But, and they need okay. resume builders. If it, they win out and win the Pac-12, it is going to be impossible to leave exactly. them out. I agree. That's, that's why it's a big... I think it might be bigger for Oregon. I know I, it is bigger for Oregon than it is for UCLA. Yes, it is. You, you can't. I mean, their their playoff hopes are then done. And technically speaking, 
One loss UCLA could still sneak their way in. One loss Pac-12 team is not getting in. <laughs> if, if, if it's Oregon, Oregon they yeah. went out. If it's Oregon, if it's Oregon or USC, yes. If it's UCLA, no. Yeah, I believe that. If, it's if UCLA, Oregon goes and they win 11 games after so 11 wait, games in a row, they're on, there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I want to elaborate here on UCLA a little bit here. So we are establishing as a group that UCLA, if, let's just say UCLA's one loss is to Oregon, but they come back, they beat USC, they beat Oregon again in a Pac-12 title game, we are still saying they are not a top four team in the country. Yeah, hold please, because I'm looking up the rest of the season. It all schedule. depends on how the rest of the season plays out, because if you yeah, think about anything. it, they're going to take a one-loss Big Ten champion over Oregon. We still have a pretty darn good chance at two teams from the SEC. You know, you know what I find to be awesome about this, too? We're going to talk about college football, and then a couple weeks from now, people are going to tune in, and we're going to be talking about a basketball game being played on a ship, and everyone's going to be like, what is I going, I can't what wait is going on? I can't wait. So, UCLA Splash. is benefited wholeheartedly by the fact that the Pac-12, you know, has gotten rid of divisions. They get to play one of Oregon, theoretically a one or two loss team, USC, a one or two loss team, Utah, Still a one or two loss team. Well, two loss at this point. A two loss team, yeah, correct, because they lost to, sorry, they UCLA, lost to UCLA and, Florida. and Florida as well, which is wild looking back at that. <laughs> it um, is crazy. They're going to benefit from that wholeheartedly simply because, hey, guess what? You know, you get to play another really good team to close out the year. Not every conference can say that. Someone in the Big Ten East has to play someone in the Big Ten West, which is not going to help their resume. That's all I got. I mean, I don't know if UCLA's got enough to get get Oregon on Saturday, but I do think they've got enough to push Oregon, and it'll be a close game. UCLA's remaining schedule post this weekend against Oregon. Stanford at home, then Dub. they come down to Tempe to take on Arizona State. Dub. Easy. They go back home to take on the team from down south, Dub. a.k.a. U of A. Then they close out their home slate with USC in late November. Hell. And then they close out the regular season on the road at Cal. Dub. They I think they go 10 and 2. Hard test. I think I like 10 and 2. New Year's Six Bowl. Year for UCLA. New Year's Six it's Bowl. a phenomenal year for UCLA. It's a New Year's Six Bowl. That's a new mm, I mean, there's a lot of teams that could go 10 and 2 this year. Yeah, I don't know about New Year's Six just because the field is stacked. And plus, because if USC or Oregon has two losses and one of those wins is against UCLA, assuming the Pac-12 champion goes to the goes to the playoff, then that team is going to get the Rose Bowl. It's UC- actually the highest-ranked team. It's no longer the runner-up now that they've dropped divisions. It's the highest-ranked team. This is true. It's that way even with the divisions. It's so Wait, what? UCLA can be UCLA couldn't potentially not be the runner-up in the conference, but will still get the Rose Bowl bid if they finish higher, if they if the committee ranks them higher than the Pac-12 runner-up. A prime example is like when when Ohio State beats Illinois in the Big Ten Championship, Michigan will still get to go to the Rose Bowl if Ohio State makes the playoff. Eh, all right, all right. I See, mean, it makes sense. It makes sense I just hope the Big the, Ten. I just hope that the committee is smart enough to realize, like, if USC beats UCLA but loses to Oregon in the Pac-12 championship game, that USC is a better team than UCLA, and USC should go to the Rose Bowl. Well, they might do that. Depends on how bad the loss to Oregon is. All right, I want to talk about Newhouse. All right, time to talk about the fellow J school. They're on the road in Death Valley. Screw them. <laughs> Sorry, came out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, they, 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 they accepted my application. Good guys over there. They waitlisted me. Oh, they didn't know what they were missing right, out Sam on. Way, way to brag there. All right, uh, top 15 matchup. 14 ranked Syracuse at 5th ranked Clemson here. Clemson winning on the road at Florida State. Sorry, Jeff. Um, Let's go. I hate to see that. But tough. Tough, tough <laughs> loss for the Jeff Brand. Brain, but go Tigers. 
Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, thoughts on this one. Syracuse shocked a lot of people beating North Carolina State at home. As I just said, Clemson won on the road in Tallahassee. Some are asking, is Syracuse the worst 6-0 and team of all time? The answer is definitively, potentially yes. They are bad. When you look at Power 5 only, I yeah. suppose. It, it could be. It could be Clemson by a lot of points on Saturday, I'm afraid. I hope it's Clemson by a lot of points. Shout out Sean Tucker. He's pleased with his, his team's performance this year. He's only about, I think, three for six on pleased with his personal performance. Well, he which also is, felt to a high standard, as he should. Correct. Because he's, he's Sean Tucker. All ACC back as well. So you've got to have that higher standard this year. But, you know, good for Dino Babers. I love Dino Babers because every four years he does something like this where he'll go 9-3 and three and keep his job, and then the next three years he'll win a combined total of 12 games. But one of them will be an upset win at home because he always somehow gets an upset win over a really uh, top ten team at home. And they always have a really good good time against Clemson. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting, they are really solid when you look at who else they're playing of that elite upper echelon, which they're in the ACC, so there's not that many people. But against Clemson, they always show up. They always play well. They're gamers. They got a good quarterback too. They run a good offense. They got a good running back that is not the center of the offense. The passing game is. So Sean Tucker's a great complement to an air raid attack, which allows Sean Tucker to do his thing. It allows the offense to do its thing. And somehow through all of that, their defense is still really good. So often with these teams that are figuring out a new offense, a new offensive coordinator, like Syracuse is having to do a new play caller, a bunch of new offensive names coming over from Virginia after Bronco Mendenhall left, right? You're looking at that and you're saying, okay, usually the offense is really good and the defense sucks, or the defense is really good and the offense sucks. One usually makes up for the other. Syracuse do have this nice mesh of the defense is solid and they can win low-scoring games, and the offense is really good as well, and they can blow you out and they can score a lot of points. The problem is they haven't stopped a legitimate offense really this I mean, year. Is, Are we calling them a legitimate offense? Devin Leary was hurt. Devin Leary was hurt, but still NC State is a solid offense. And, yes, Devin Leary is the face of that offense, but he's what made that offense good. I would argue that Dave Doran is what made that offense good and his coaching staff. I'd agree with that. Dave Doran's a very good coach. I mean, they stopped Wagner, 59-zip. Purdue, 32-29. They won a close game. Louisville, I mean, everyone was talking about Malik Cunningham at the beginning of the year. They scored seven points. Virginia is a good offense with an NFL quarterback. Brandon Armstrong, yeah, I'm biased. I admit it. They gave... They allowed the Hoos to score 20 points. They've been consistently pretty good defensively. The thing is they haven't seen anything like Clemson. Also, DJ's but, but also, They've also played one road game at UConn. Exactly. They've played one. <laughs> exactly. There's your and point. now you're going into Death Valley. Yeah. The, the, the second best Death Valley. But also, this is a quality pass defense. I mean, this is a Syracuse team that's holding teams to throwing under, t- under 180 yards a game. Can resume so he can transfer? <laughs> oh, I thought he already did that. He's taking his talent <laughs> to Syracuse. No, okay, go ahead, Kevin. Continue, though, this, well, this I is, agree. Here's the thing, though. I, I understand DJ's been a lot better as of recent. I know we can all agree he's on so that good. for sure. Because he's because the first couple of weeks, there was a lot of question marks. But since that Wake Forest game, he's been a completely different guy under center. Syracuse, though, they've been really good stopping the pass this season. Like I just said, under 180 yards, 173 yards averaging, allowing on the passing side of things. They're only allowing 95 yards on the ground defensively this season. So this is a solid defense that we're not talking about I, a lot. I get it. They haven't played a whole lot of guys. I know this NC State win was a big win, kind of put them on the map. But still, this is a good defense. I think we're kind of overlooking them here. I know DJ's been better, but still. Yeah, but Dab- Dabo gets to run down the hill. 
you didn't think about that, did you now? <laughs> and, then, and then Dabo t- eventually just pulls something because that dude looks very uncomfortable sprinting down that hill. Here's what I'm going to say. Dab- like Dabo if, moves with speed and efficiency, bro. Come on. If for some reason <laughs> I wake up on Saturday morning and it's, you know, I'll give myself 10.30. It's a decent time to wake Noon up. Noon kickoff, 9 a.m. So it's 10.30 a.m. on Saturday. I open up my phone and I look at the stats and I see Cade Klubnik two for four passing, DJ Uyunglele like four for eight. I'm not going to be upset. Or <laughs> running down that hill, he, he might pull something. You never know. Or maybe Cade just gives him a little shove in the back. Who knows? <laughs> want to rise, guys. Want to rise, guys. No, but uh, I think the difference in this game is going to be Will Shipley. Because that guy... He's a rise guy as well. He he is. And he makes up for... DJ's been really good. But when every time that he's not been that great, they still have Will Shipley just to give the ball to. He's also been really good in the passing game, which is something I don't think that the Syracuse defense has seen is a running back that is used in the pass game like Will Shipley is. And I think that's where the X factor in this game comes in. Syracuse hasn't seen a team with this many weapons. All right, Tia, thoughts on this one? Thoughts on this one? Um, <laughs> kind of throwing you in the not fire many. here, but <laughs> not many. No, see, I tricked you into thinking that I actually knew what I was talking about when it came to college football. Um, so Smart. I think I did a good job there. Great job, welcome um, to the show. Thank you. I've done it for a whole season. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Syracuse is undefeated, but like, as has been previously stated several times in the other room, they they haven't really played anyone. Like I'm I'm looking at the schedule, and the, like the NC State win is pretty big, but the other teams that they've played aren't really even very special. So even like Kevin's point about like their defensive statistics and like, well, are they playing offenses that are super high powered? Are they playing you know not really any just anybody teams? And if you know they're you know um, limiting passing and rushing yards against anybody teams, then it really doesn't matter. We have to see what they do against a real team like Clemson. Who who has played better defenses, this uh, Syracuse team or Ohio State? <laughs> uh, definitely Q's. There's oh, no way Ohio there. State has played anybody of merit. Mm-hmm. They haven't. <laughs> they, they they simply have not. Syracuse better has played better defenses or um, Michigan. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So Michigan, Michigan. did play Penn Michigan State. Michigan Penn State. Just because of Penn State and, yeah. That being said. Simply Penn State. That being said. And they Penn played State. Iowa. Iowa's a good defense. They hung 41 points on that Penn State team and 30 more on Iowa. And they beat Maryland, who's not necessarily a good defense. No. Better they have than good offense. offense. But they have better good than most no, of the teams that Syracuse is playing. Dude, Talia Tagovailoa was a hurt. Well, he got hurt. Yeah, he was. He was not against, right, against Michigan. I, I don't care about Maryland. I do want to say that I'm, I'm bigging up Syracuse and all that they can do and all that their offense can allow for them. Clemson should win this game, and Syracuse. Let's put it this way. I'm not going to wake up for it. I'm just a That's hater. Much I don't I'm, care. I'm just a hater of the people, and I want you guys to bet Syracuse to cover when I don't really believe they are. So, I'm trying to make money while you guys lose money. Well, you can't, this doesn't qualify for Green Dogs. So I know, but I'm just saying. What's I'm the a spread? Hater. Thirteen and a half point oh, yeah. favorites oh. for Clemson. All right, a lot love, closer than I thought it was going to be. I love yeah. that you brought up the spreads though, because did anyone see Texas is favored? I did on the road. Six yeah. and a half on, on the road yeah. against Oklahoma That's State. That's crazy. That's Hammer insane. that. Nuts. That's hammer that, that's hammer insane, Oklahoma man. State. I love Quinn Ewers and what Texas has done when he's healthy, but that that's that's outrageous. Preposterous. But Vegas always knows. So they do. Here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Is Scott a bigger Quinn Ewers guy or Bo Nix? Those are the two quarterbacks that I think Scott only knows. Do you want me to give you like my five favorite quarterbacks in the in yes. the country? Because you yes. keep making excuses about Quinn Ewers saying, Oh well Quinn he's Ewers was a beast. 
If he wasn't hurt, Alabama was done. Yeah, and if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. <laughs> so, Scott, Scott no, no explanation, no context whatsoever. Top five quarterbacks in college football, go. My favorite ones or the best five? Your five favorite. My five favorite person. Scott's guy's rare segment here. Quarterback edition. Special edition. Um, J.J. McCarthy. Okay, that's one. Bias. Is he one or is he five? In no particular order. No particular order. Mm, I missed that part. J.J. McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers. Two. Hendon Hooker. Three. Jackson Dart. Scott loves a hooker. Four. <laughs> Jackson Dart was number four. Um, he also likes Bonix. Five. There we go. No, We're done. No, Bonix is not five. He's off the no Nix train. I'll still follow him, but he's not one of my favorite quarterbacks, I would say. How do you feel about General Booty? Because <laughs> <laughs> we know you love hookers and booty. I'm more of a pig cage guy. Pig cage. <laughs> <laughs> Classic, classic pink cage reference. The fifth quarterback is Caleb Williams, by the way. Okay. Paints his nails. He spreads good messages. I like he that. Does. He's he does. He's actually a good goes quarterback. Goes to frat parties. He's kind of cool when he does that. Goes, goes to, to frat, frat parties. He does look pretty good. He goes to frat parties. Per who? So, so does most of ASU. <laughs> and look at their football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caleb Williams Who's doing wins. it better? Caleb Williams wins. All right, Texas, Oklahoma State, please. Uh, yeah, we should, we'll get to that very quickly before we have to get a break here. Um. Yeah, as Scott mentioned it, Texas is favored. Who would have thought? I mentioned that. <laughs> well, okay. you both, they both mentioned it, Riley. Clearly, my first. my opinion doesn't matter on this show to Kevin. Well, well, Scott's been Scott's been just riding Texas all season long. If Quinn Ewers does not get hurt, Texas is undefeated right now and likely the number one or probably the number two team in the country. I'll they lost Texas be- Tech with Quinn Ewers, wasn't he? No, healthy? he was no, not he playing. Was not. Uh, he was not playing. I was See, that just shows you I wasn't watching that game because I didn't care Little about Jay Texas because they're because sorry. Texas. I don't care about Texas either, to be really honest with you. And I, I'm almost saying if Praying Texas, on Texas, Texas just like no Texas. one cares about oh, Ball State. Speak. If, yeah, I can never get a word without Scott just jumping on me here. It's ridiculous. Um, and um, <laughs> as I was saying... Texas beats Alabama. They're not. They're gonna have at least two letdown games. That's just Texas's nature. That's been their nature the past five seasons. Ever since they won a big game. Honestly, dub take. Like they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. What happened the following season? Texas's Texas's mo is to come into a season with high expectations and then just let everyone down and fail miserably. That's just what Texas does. Texas not a good football team. Some are saying. Not me. I picked them to the playoff. They're not a good football team. I think Texas is a good football team. And I also think they are. I also think they are mad overrated. We talk about this almost every Always. week. You can be overrated, and you can still be very good. They are so overrated that Fox was doing or Fox Sports was doing a uh, a big who's the best team in the Big Twelve, and they put K State, TCU, huh? and it was K State TCU. And Texas, and then other. They didn't even put Oklahoma State among the other ones. They what? thought Texas was so much better than. That's outrageous. Did, yes. Scott, fill it, did Scott make that graphic? <laughs> Again, dub take. Um, no, no, no. So, Texas. Bijan Robinson's really good. He's the True. best running back in the country, not named Blake Corum. And I think he's better than Blake Corum. Blake Corum's just putting up better numbers behind a better offensive line. I agree. Um, Quinn Ewers is a dog at quarterback. They've got receivers out wide. Defensively, they they can defend, I guess, from time to time. As good as a Big 12 team can. And, yes, the Big 12 has changed over recent years. I understand that. It's become a little more defensive. I think Texas is really good. I think Oklahoma State is really good. I don't know if I can really see Oklahoma State losing two consecutive games, but last week was the first time I saw Spencer Sanders, Spencer Sanders this year. (laughs) And that scares me for this week because he'd been so good through five weeks. And then all of a sudden, nope. 
yep, biggest game of the year, I'm going to drop one. I'm going to drop an egg and play bad. So that scares me the most. That is very true. And with that, we will go to a break. This is Heat Check. We'll be right back here on Blaze Radio. Welcome back to Heat Check on this Wednesday night. We're in the Bill Austin Radio Studio. Kevin, Ryan, Riley, Scott, Jake, and Tia with you. Ryan was really hyped up over there. That's you Ryan's favorite. Man. That's Ryan's favorite song. I, think, from a can, show. I can tell. That, that is Ryan and I's childhood. More so mine. Kevin's a fake. Got me pumped up. I went to college game yeah, day. Yeah, I slandered you. I went to college game day when it was at. Wrigley Field when it went to Northwestern. I also went when they went to Northwestern when they played Ohio State. I've been to college game day, Kevin. Am I cool now, too? You are. You've always been cool, though, Riley. Thank I've you, never Kevin. been, but I watch it. You've always been cool. Well, you know. Pander. Jake, have you ever been to college game day? Uh, no, it doesn't come to Massachusetts. Well, I think it came BC. once. They came to BC a couple of times. Yeah, like Why? years ago. Why would, I go, why would I go like... Freeze in Boston and watch BC just suck. That like, why would I go do that? Like, I would, I could think of so many better things to do on my Saturday. Name three. Uh, collect coins. I could <laughs> exercise. I could actually enjoy myself and maybe watch the replay of the Celtics game. Three, he like, uh, watch grass grow. Watch paint dry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ. That one was. Whoa. Wow. All right, let's go oh, to the next segment. Ryan, you better lock your door tonight. <laughs> that was good. That was good. That, that was, was good. That was, oh, my goodness, Ryan. <sighs> Matt Ryan went to Boston College. It all comes back to Boston. He's a Hall of Famer. It always does. It always Matt, sounds Matt Ryan is so does, that's, so does Phil Jerkovich. <laughs> <laughs> Former Notre Dame legend. <laughs> what you know about Doug Flutie? <laughs> Nothing. Stop Except talking about throw. BC QBs. I'm done. All right, Scotty. When the dinosaurs roamed. It's time for Scott's stock report. Here we go. Play some music. Give me the cha-ching noise. Hey, well, he's got to make a pick first. Scott's got the suns pulled up right now. Yeah, it's going to take a second. Give me a minute. Come on, Scott. you got to come prepared. All right, we're skipping your segment. No, we're um, not. Shut up. Oh, my. Scott, that wow. is way this too is aggressive. This is aggressive, it's a, man. It's a family program. This is a family show. Apologies. Little kids listen to this. There. Mothers and fathers. Okay. Grandmas and grandpas. We're going to start with Sell High. Oh, well, there's... Okay, i got to get the music back up now because you took forever. My bad. Who are we selling high, Scott? Sell just, High, just go. Just go. Sell High on the TCU Horned Frogs. Oklahoma State was a game they should not have won. It is a game they did win. W. However, they are now coming back and facing Kansas State and Deuce Vaughn. This is the epitome of a hangover game. They are going to lose. I thought he was going to do the thing. And even if they win, oh my. they got to go to Texas in a couple weeks. So, TCU, not going anywhere. Sell them. Sell them now. Great. Buy low. This is actually a bit of a hard one to do this week, but we are going to do U- USC. It's a little bit of a popular one, but we can get the rest of their schedule. They have one ranked game, and that's against UCLA. That's they, it, it's, it's basically a neutral site game. That's a game I, th- I don't see them losing as if it were played tomorrow. Arizona, Cal, Colorado, not like they're beating USC either. Notre Dame at the end of the year, it's always competitive. But I believe the Trojans are going to win out and go to the Pac-12 title game. So buy USC stock now that Utah just sent it, I don't want to say crashing, but a little bit of a fall. Utah was, just like the Arizona State game last year, really hung up on an emotional moment. They came out, they 
just plugged it. They played good football. Cam Rising's a good quarterback. I agree with that, Scott. Good job. Fair good enough. take, Scott. Good take. He's 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 making a comeback here. All right, last one. Let's go. Eh, no hold this week. No hold this no week. No hold. Okay, what? Tell it to the Alabama offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that actually, that actually does remind me. Who <laughs> made that your hold? The one Phenomenal. hold actually of the week Phenomenal. would be Tennessee if there was one. Whoa, he's he's your star against on Tennessee? UT Martin. No, they still have to play Georgia on the road. But the, they don't play Georgia this week. But speaking they of Tennessee, eventually. speaking Folks, of Tennessee, Folks, in case you can't tell, Scott and Kevin are roommates, and if you can feel the tension over the airwaves, we can feel it here. I can promise you. There definitely it. is. But I, I was trying to transition. I was trying to transition into Trav Kevin's trivia corner. Uh, speaking of Tennessee, Georgia, that's the subject of today's Kevin's uh, trivia corner. It's a special Price is Right edition. Kevin, uh, do you want to? Let's kind of want to talk about this, this with the good. people at home. <laughs> no, let's go. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Alrighty, Tennessee, in a couple of weeks, we'll go down to Georgia to take on the Bulldogs. You guys have to name the price of what the tickets are starting to sell for. I saw this, I saw this, I saw this, I saw this, I saw this. 600. If you all know this, I'm asking for on the dollar, I'm not giving you a close 637. Okay, that's Scott went with 637. 636 then, it's Price is Right. 636 for Riley. Jake. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, he doesn't know how to play the game. It's six thirty-eight. Huh? What was yours? Six thirty-eight. Six thirty-eight. Doesn't know how to play the game. Six thirty-nine. Dang it. Six thirty-nine. You all went over. Riley. It is six twenty-five, which means uh. Riley, with the lowest guest, wins this week's edition of Cabin's Trivia Corner. Yeah, no- Notre Dame Nick was reading that off to me this week. You know Riley. how he gets. <laughs> Riley, congratulations. Do we have another trivia? Like, just just one question. No, that was good. It's 9.40, and on the, it is on the docket, it yeah. says time for game and picks. If I'm going to take too Ooh. long for game picks, we got to get them going. No, no, it's, not, it's not an if, it's a when. You will. <laughs> Someone had to say it. Um, I'm going to be extra long this week, just because you no, made, made me mute. Boy, you and all the ladies at ASU wish. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not even going to lie. Green guys. dog, green dog. Mine is Buffalo, plus seven versus Toledo. There's no point in even eating them. I got East fine. Carolina at home against Central Florida. I'm high on the Knights. I ranked them at 23. I think ECU wins. And uh, I got them at plus five. They're my green dog. By the way, uh, Riley leads green dogs with eight points. I have five. Scott's got five. Ryan's got four. I got Temple plus 13 at home against Tulsa. Scott, are you recovered enough to do this? Nah, I'm in a body bag, bro. <laughs> Scott picks <laughs> UNLV plus 25 and a half against Notre Dame. That's a good pick. He's That's waiting a great for a pick. point. Tia, you got one? Dude, I don't even know what games we're picking. I don't know what to... I, good point, good point, good point. Point. Notre, point. Notre Dame Nick did say hammer UNLV this week. I got one. Hammer UNLV. You got a green dog, BC? Go Eagles. Boston College, baby. By the way, Jake, the two times Jake has picked a green dog, he's picked BC, and both times they've covered. That's good. Oh, my goodness. Phil Jerkovic is one out of his seat. One more advice. and he gets Here the stickers. Here we go, baby. Riley just had the – hold on. Riley, before we transition here, I know it's late. Riley just had the line of the year, and I don't even know if we can air that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's aired. It's aired. It's, it's, it's aired already. That's it's live. It's, it's called live radio, Ryan. No takesies, backsies. Hey, oh, safe, at TP. hey, safe harbor hours don't say anything about that. We're not, not even in the state of I'm allowed to say that. FCC guidelines. Heat Check has become a healthy mix of Heat Check and State of the Union all in one. Honestly, yeah, we've become a radio version of that. It's not a bad I disagree. 
All right. Well, d- we got to go, go to game picks. Here's the standings right now. Scott and Ryan tied for leave at 55 and 29. Me and Riley not far behind. We both have are tied at 54 and 30. All four of us went 7 and 5 last week. Walker, unfortunately, went 4 and 8. He got Tennessee right. So, Tia, you are still win. shooting for Jake's 8 and 4 record, which is the best of any guest. Best of any fun. guest picker. I promise you I'm not hitting it. All righty. That's the spirit. Iowa goes and take to Columbus to take on the second-ranked Buckeyes of Ohio State. Riley Swenson, we start with you. Buckeyes, not close. Ryan Secor. Buckeyes, slightly closer than not close, but also not close. Jake, you picking this week or no? Buckeyes. All right, Jake goes with the Buckeyes. Scotty. Ohio sucks as a state, but now as a football team. Buckeyes. <laughs> Ohio State for me, and that leaves to you. Ohio State by a million. Ohio State. All righty. Kansas, after losing on the road in Norman, goes to Baylor. This is going to be a cool matchup in 2023 when watching basketball. <laughs> it's not a cool matchup this week, but I got Kansas. Ryan? Baylor. Simple as that. Scotty. Kansas's mojo from early in the season has now fizzled out. I think Baylor's starting to round out a little bit into their best ball. I'll go Bears. I'm taking Baylor, but if Kansas wins, they're bowl eligible. So, hey, that's kind of cool. Uh, Tia. It is cool. Kansas. Tia takes Kansas. All righty. Next matchup we got for you all. Uh, Syracuse. Jake's not picking oh, Sorry, this Jake. One? That's on me. Wow. Sorry, Baylor, please. Baylor. Rare Kevin L. If I may. Baylor for 500. Baylor for 500. All righty. Newhouse goes to Death Valley. Uh, Clemson by a um, couple touchdowns and a safety. <laughs> I just bigged up Syracuse a lot before we went to break on this show. Clemson by three touchdowns and two safeties. Build them up to tear them down. Jake Seymour. Uh, Syracuse by four touchdowns and a, well, just one safety. <laughs> just one safety. <laughs> Scott. Sean Tucker will not be pleased with his performance having to run into Brian Brees all night. Clemson. It's breezy. Breezy. Uh, all right. I am taking Clemson. The Herb Street boy will not play probably. But still, Clemson wins by a lot. Herb Street's kid goes to Clemson. I can't believe he let his kid go to Clemson. So does Dabo Swinney's kid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Too. That makes more sense. Go Tigers. Clemson by kick. like five safeties. <laughs> All righty. That'd pick. be ten points. Smart. Great math, Scott. Twenty-one <laughs> ranked Cincinnati yeah, goes to SMU. Right now. Uh, Cincinnati's gonna do what the SMU mascot did last week on the field. Take a big old dumper on him. I got the Bearcats. <laughs> You didn't see that. Go, go and take. Just search up SMU mascot. You'll find it. It's a good video. I don't for, know that uh, I want to. Ryan, to don't. piggyback off, Riley, I got Cincinnati. <laughs> Jake. Pop culture references will picking. It needs to be a staple. Jake. Jake's taking uh, SMU. He I'll likes when SMU. he likes when horses poop. Scott. <laughs> Is Riley um, always like this? I'll put that in my piggy bank. You guys are all you guys are all going Cincinnati. Uh, SMU played Maryland close on the road. They played TCU very close. The UCF score doesn't really represent how that game went. They got back on their high horse against Navy. Back home for this one. Cincinnati hasn't lost since opening week. We'll give them a bump in the road. I'll go SMU. SMU kept it close with a bad Maryland team. Therefore, Cincinnati wins by thirty. What? <laughs> Maryland's not bad. There you go. That was interesting logic. I'm going with Cincy. She goes with Cincy. All Did right. Jake pick? Jake yeah, picked SMU. SMU. Amongst, okay. amongst the laughter, he took SMU. I piggybacked Snuck off it in there. All righty. The Rebels go to Baton Rouge as underdogs? That was interesting. I also want to point out, 
in the midst of all that laughter, Tia is saying, is Riley always like this? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes, he is. He's always saying uh, crazy Tia, stuff. Tia, you think Riley's bad? I, no, I, I, I toe the line on what's on what is uh, LSU versus Ole Miss. LSU versus Ole Miss family friendly. Look the dynamic in here. We're on a roll here. We gotta go. No, that's why we could take a little more time on this one. Uh, it is nine forty six. We're a lot you know, I, ahead. I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into this one a little bit if I will. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ole Miss is a really good football team. I think Jackson Dart is gonna <laughs> sling it on Saturday. I don't think Jaden Daniels is as good as Jackson Dart. And uh, yeah, I got the I got the rebels by a good margin. And but what they should do at this game on Saturday is let the band play neck. <laughs> Always. Oh, fantastic. Um, I think it's me next, right, Kevin? It is you next, Ryan. Jaden Daniels just played his best game as a quarterback probably at this level, and that's a guy who beat Oregon. That's a guy who a ranked Oregon team while at ASU. Who had he Justin played, Herbert? He played really good last week. I also think Ole Miss is a really good football team. I think LSU is a really interesting football team that's going to win a bunch of games that, you know, maybe they shouldn't and lose a game or two down the stretch that they probably should win. I'm going with the Tigers in an upset here. Jaden Daniels keeps the momentum going and plays really well. He always puts together good games in a stretch. That's kind of his thing. He never plays bad games after a good one. Jake Seymour. (laughs) Give me the Rebels. Go Rebels. All righty. Not picking JD5. Scotty. I've been a big fan of the Rebels for most of the year, and I said before the year they could start out 7-0 and rather easily, and they have done that. But as Ryan said, Jaden Daniels just played his best game probably as a college quarterback in the swamp at Florida. Ole Miss's best win is against Kentucky, in which penalties helped them and Will Levis was hurt. Death Valley is not an easy place to play. I'm not happy I, Scott just took my pick. Now I, I don't, want, I don't pick. want to, but I mean... Ole Miss is the better team, but LSU's at home. They seem to be hitting some strides, so I'm going to go an upset. I'll go, I'll go LSU. All right, you guys both said Jaden Nash has played his best game ever, which is why I'm taking Ole Miss. Anytime <laughs> he seems to have a good game, he always regresses the next week. So I'm taking Ole Miss on the road. Lane Train keeps on going. They'll go to Aiden No. Tia. For the purpose of – I look, I have an issue with players who don't have integrity, right? You say you're going to stay, you leave. Same thing with Caleb Williams. I'm not a Caleb Williams fan just because the way they did OU is dirty. So, Ole Miss by default. Sun Devil Bomb from Tia Reed. Things you absolutely love to see. Alrighty, top 10 matchup in the Pac 12 UCLA on the road at Oregon. Yeah, we addressed this one a lot earlier in the show, so I don't think I need to say much anymore. Uh, Oregon, they're going to be flying around the field and. Lanning's going to have him ready to go, I think, that defense shutting down DTR. Ryan. If you remember all that good stuff I said about Syracuse and then still pick Clemson, same thing holds here. I think UCLA is really good. I said a bunch of good stuff about them earlier. Give me the Ducks at home on uh, Cancer Awareness Night. Jake Seymour. Give me the Ducks because their uniforms are sick. Um, and, yeah, go Ducks. Scott Sanduli. Like, like Riley said, Dan Lanning's a defensive mastermind. He's got two. I think the best linebacker core in Justin Flo and Noah Sewell. I don't think DTR is going to be able to carve them up like this. This is UCLA's first true road challenge. I don't think it goes well. I'll go Oregon. I am taking Oregon. You guys have already said all the reasons why I'm taking Oregon. So, to you. Wow. Pains me to say it, but I'm rocking with Westwood. UCLA. I'll be a contrarian. Why not? <laughs> I mean, I was about to say, I was about to get really dangerous if all six of us took Oregon. I'll, yes. go, I'll, I'll, go, I'll go the Bruins. All righty, we'll move on Praise now. The Lord. Texas favorites on the road in Stillwater. The Cowboys, can they continue their 
and bounce back after a rough week, or does Texas get them? I think Oklahoma State pulls this one out. Like you said, they lost a close one last week, and really they in the game they should have won. They were leading by, I think, 14 or so in the fourth quarter. So I think they're going to be a little motivated. They're playing. This game is in Stillwater, and so, uh, yeah, I'm surprised Texas is favored, and I will gladly take that, and I'll probably be consulting one of my friends that is 21-plus and maybe, you know, urge them to take Oklahoma State money line. As one of the uh, resident leaders in the clubhouse on record right now for game picks, I elect to defer my current pick to Scott Sanduli, so I will wait. Jake Seymour is next, so technically goes Jake Scott, then back to you. Uh, give me Oklahoma State. All righty, Scott Sanduli. Have have you and Tia go before me? I'm still. That is not happening. No, you, Scott, you got to go. You got to go. I we defer to, to you. you. I didn't defer to them. Uh, he doesn't know. That's why I deferred to him. Exactly. His, his thing is blank in the document, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I usually favor the home field on this on this type of game, but take take Texas, please. This is good radio. This is phenomenal radio. Do we want to go through this together, you and I? Spencer Sanders is really good. He just had a bad game. Quinn Ewers is really good. He's getting better. Bijan Robinson plays for Texas. Oklahoma State has a running back I can't name. Oklahoma State doesn't have any receivers I can't name. Their defense is on a similar playing field to Texas. They just lost their defensive coordinator. Their defense has not been as good last year as it was or this year as it was last year. Texas is the obvious choice here, if you ask me. Yeah, but Oklahoma State beat ASU. They've got to be some kind of guy. Why does it low-key sound like Ryan's trying to gaslight Scott into picking Texas right now? I think now? Texas sounds like a great pick. That's exactly <laughs> Ryan's what he's gonna, trying to do. Ryan's going to convince Scott into picking Texas and then just turn around and pick Oklahoma State. That's exactly State. what he's that's trying exactly to do. That's exactly what's going to happen. so fun if you pick Texas, Scott. <laughs> it's so know. weird What's that being said, Scott, take Texas. Do it. Do it. You don't even want to. Do it. Do it, Scott. Do it. Do it, Scott. Do it, Scott. Okay. Hey. Okay, speak. Oklahoma State is allowing over 440 yards per game. Like uh-huh. that, that's just going to be worse. Texas is too good of a pick, isn't it? Worthy. Do it, Scott. Ah, he did it. He did it, Texas. Ryan. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah, pick Oklahoma State. Shut Scott, up. was I gaslighting you? Speak on that. Was I? Kinda. I wasn't. I'm taking the horns. I believe oh. everything I just said. I like Texas. Perfect shootout. Crazy. Perfect for me. Go Pokes. You know, I've been a UT Austin hater since I got rejected from Moody. With that being said, wow. <laughs> it, for, for that and other reasons, it's Oklahoma State. They beat, they beat ASU, like Riley said. All right, we they, move on they now. got to be good. <laughs> got to be. That's what, be. That's what that means. Memphis on the road at the 25th ranked Tulane. That feels weird to say. Green Ooh. wave season, Ooh. baby. I, I don't know anything about these two teams, but Tulane has really cool uniforms. That's so They do. I'm take them. One of them has Willie Fritz. The other one doesn't. Give me the wave. Jake Seymour. Just take Tulane. Tulane. The pick. <laughs> yep. He's easy Phenom- to convince. Phenom- <laughs> phenomenal pick there by Jake. You can really tell why he's an expert in college football. Scott. One school still employs Penny Hardaway as a basketball coach, so Tulane. Good logic. Great logic. Uh, cool uniforms, and also they're ranked. I ranked them this week in the heat check poll. Tulane. Cool uniforms, even cooler city. I hope to visit one day. Tulane. That is six Tulane, so Knowledge. watch out. It's Whoa. a sweep. No watch lot. out. Watch out. Um, Bama at home looks to bounce back after the losing on a field goal to Tennessee. They get Mississippi State and Mike Leach at home. If they lose to Mississippi State, I am going to cut off my pinky finger. I think the world explodes. Someone clip that? <laughs> That's what, yeah. if you follow, pardon my take, Barstool Big Cat does that all the time. 
with his, his pinky team. If a team wins the Super Bowl, he'll cut it off. That's how confident I am Alabama is good. Actually, I'll say this. We'll film it, too. Ryan can shoot me with a BB gun. Yes. Um, this will be an easy sweep, just like the Tulane one was. I'm taking the Tide. If they lose, if Alabama loses to Mississippi State, Nick Saban might show up for the Monstars or a high school team the week after because he's just going to get rid of every single player on that roster. Has he collected all the Hellcat keys? I hope so. <laughs> you know, Ryan says it's going to be a clean sweep, and uh, I'll agree no with him. Go Alabama. They're going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That was, that was a good one. Alrighty. I was about to ask Jake who the Mississippi State head coach was. Scott. Mississippi State's had a good year thus far with Mike Leach and Will Rogers had, has been throwing the ball around. And uh, I don't know if you guys lo- saw this, but they just lost one of their players who tragically yeah. passed away. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much – I hate to say, like, I don't know how much focus is really going to be on the field for Mississippi State. So, and plus it's Alabama. So, Crimson Tide. Alabama for me as well. If they find a way to lose this game, I'm not saying he should be, but you know there's going to be some crazy folks down in Alabama saying that Nick Saban should be fired. Oh, yeah, they'll say, what? They'll say it. But Who they, is saying that? They will. They'll you, say have it. They'll you never be heard wrong, crazy Alabama radio people? I don't think I've ever heard anyone ever say Nick Saban should be fired. Oh, trust me. I think there's a better chance. Ryan is visibly over. upset with that. Um, <laughs> statement. So so am I. I'm just not disbelief. moving out of my chair like Ryan is. Why why are you in disbelief there, Ryan? Real quick. Why are you? We have a we have a couple minutes here. Why are you in disbelief? He can't hear you. His headphones are. Kevin, off. you just said that there's a possibility. Well, let's just keep Nick- picking the games. It's I'm 55. not We got to get out of here. Let's go, people. We got three games to pick. On, Come on. on. Scott's the one telling me to move on. We're How all ironic. on Alabama, Kevin. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Scott's got a very valid point. It is going to be sad. I mean, yeah, they lost a player. They're probably not thinking too much about. The, what's on the field. However, you do see the rare, you know, uh, crazy this is what dreams are made of types of games after tragic events happen, but probably mm-hmm. Alabama. I'm going with Bama. Whiteout game in Happy Valley. They host unranked Minnesota. Those poor gophers. The worst whiteout game of all time. Penn State. I think Minnesota's got a chance, but I'm picking Penn State because all of my competitors are picking Penn State, so I'm playing the field. Go not, go Lions. Jake Seymour. Whiteout, Penn State out. Penn State by two touchdowns. I like that pick a lot. Mo Ibrahim is not Blake Corm or Donovan Edwards. He is not going to make a fool out of this Penn State defense. Nittany Lions. Yeah, I like Penn State at home. I think the whiteout just adds on to the effect of how large this victory is going to be for Penn State. Whiteout Penn State is crazy. Nittany Lions. All righty. We move on now. Just final couple of games here. Two left. Pitt at Louisville. Battle of unranked teams. Kind of shows you how kind of bad this latest this week. And to be brilliant, that we're picking this one. I got I got Pittsburgh. I've been one of Pitt's biggest haters all year. I'm still taking the Panthers. I'll take Pittsburgh. Jake takes Pitt. Scott, who do you take? Abacabinda. A goat. Keaton Slovis. Who? Not, not a goat. That was really vague, but I am make, so who's, who's winning the game? Pittsburgh. Well, he flopped. <laughs> um, I, I, took, I took Pitt as well. Louisville. Let's be different. Wait, Scott, didn't you take Louisville? Scott in the document has Louisville on his team. I Louisville. You. All right, and our final matchup of the show, Kansas State, 17th in the country, goes to Amphrey TCU after a high of beating Oklahoma State. Uh, I got I got K-State, Deuce Vaughn, like like Ryan said, a very underrated running back. He's going to get it done. I don't care how underrated he is. He's not as underrated as Max Duggan is. Go Frogs. I got Kansas State in this one. Hangover game after a game that TCU should not have won. Deuce Vaughn will make them pay. Kansas State. I am taking TCU. I think they bound, I think they continue their hot streak here. 
fighting horned frogs. Let's go. Alrighty, uh, scholarships and sanctions. Anyone got any this week before yeah, we sign off? Yeah, I got a scholarship to the freshman in the TP dining hall that gave me their receipt so I could eat dinner tonight. Thank you. There you Woo. go. Shout out the frosh. Scholarship to us for getting through yet another show with Kevin and Scott. Sanction to Ryan for saying that. <laughs> Let's go. That's our show. This has been Heat Check. We'll see you on the pod this weekend. Have a good one, everyone. Sunday or a Monday, you know that we flex. True. You can never make it more obvious. You checking for the heat, that's cold. That's cold, that's cold. Headed to the top of the top of this. You can never reach these hoes. Hop in the booth and we spin the truth. Aye. We inspire the youth and we get to the loop. You do what it does and we do what it do. We turn to the max and they got you on mute. You. Ooh, flow so high so you know Aye. I had to run it back. Blazes a ball and we running like a running back. Gabe brought chalk so you know Aye. we have it from with that. Turn you in the aisle so you know Aye. we ain't no coming back. Now we done with that. <laughs>